you're exactly where you need to be. And you're listening to ADD Comedy with Dave Rosowski. My guests are master improv teachers Susan Messing and Joe Bill. Susan, Joe, and I work together at I.O., the Annoyance Theater, the Second City, and improv festivals across the world. They're former ADD guests, but now we gathered for a powerful reason. The past few months have seen women improvisers express their frustration and anger at the prevailing culture of sexual harassment in improv schools and theaters across the U.S. We met to discuss the culture of women's sexual harassment in our improv community. Our intention was to have an honest and heartfelt discussion, to voice our culpability, and to look at our past actions and present opportunities to facilitate the creation of a healthy, truthful, inspiring environment in the classroom, on the stage, and in the world which we so joyfully create. We engaged in this discussion with all the humanness that can be expected during this extraordinarily evolutionary time. Here goes. The three of us. I don't know any podcast that has had a conversation with, like, like this kind, this this gathering. Well, I think right. people need to know what the gathering is, right? What? Well, oh, you already probably talked about. Well, this no, in an intro. yeah. What I do with the intro is, is because, and then I be... pop the intro over here. I have an That's intro crazy. music and I have an outro, so the intro music is me going. Uh, you're exactly where you need to be, yeah. and then the outro is just the music, and then I talk over the music. Um, well, then I guess we should probably start again then, because I have been I have been schooled. No, 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 no. <laughs> this, I mean, for me, we just don't, know, we don't want to have to make you edit because you don't like. I editing. don't edit. I mean, for me, I could put this in later. I could cut, yeah. I could judge it up. Yeah, but one it. thing that I don't want to do is I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want to edit in the middle because I can't edit in the middle. You don't want to edit in the middle because I, don't want I to will edit. feel that somebody was like, "Oh, you had to take that out." Well, there wasn't. I had to take that out in the last episode that I had. And there was. I had to take that out. And I've only done three, We've four. Had to take it out. I had to take it out. And was it because somebody realized afterwards that they said something that they felt? Oh my God! Was unprotected. This woman said, "She's a lovely woman, and we love her dearly." And I'll yeah. tell you who it is later. But yeah. she, she said. She said uh, later on, she called me. She goes, you know, that section where I said, I think my son, my four-year-old son might be gay. Maybe we should take that out. I'm like, I totally agree. Let's take that out. We'll take that out. And then somebody the other day said something uh, that that uh, they thought uh, somebody in the industry would hear and go, that's going to be taken out of context. I'm like, great. We'll, we'll put it in. And now everybody's going to go be, go go search. Searching, uh, what was it? What, what, it, what was. was it? Well, may, it's maybe I'll do a lot it. lately. When these people die, I'll auction off that information, uh, sort of a Carly Simon way. Uh, oh. Who did uh, guessing, anticipation. Uh, Warren Beatty? No, not anticipation. It's Warren Beatty. Yeah. Warren yeah, Beatty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, so vain. You're so vain. You're so vain. You're so vain. You're so vain. She said it wasn't just Warren Beatty, it was a couple other people. Well, how could it just be one person? It you know, it's like just it, be one that person. song was so strong and it's such a strong point of view. I read, did you read her book? No, you read her book. I read Boys in the Trees. Uh-huh. And it's I did a, not. A very good book. It's it's very very interesting, and she deals a lot with her anxiety as well in performance, which I find interesting. Well, why do you read? Why do you read? Uh, all, why do you read Bi- all these biographies, biographies and autobiographies? And, and, and that question was not done. No. Why do you read? No, no, like, no. What do you? Why do you? Um, I find people fascinating, and it's not just necessarily uh, celebrities or famous people. I love memoirs as well. You know, just someone trying to get through the day. Right. Um, because I don't find people's product, their artistic product, as interesting as the lives that got them to them. God, isn't that true? And that's why I like so much of the the people that are on the podcast that want to talk about what their projects are. I'm like, are we really, are we doing this right now? Are we really talking about what your project is? <laughs> yeah, this is because a talk a, show. Well, the thing is, like, a glaze comes over their uh, their face and you could just see them. Their repeating. inner monologue coming out of their mouth because they're not. Yeah. 
they're not working on or they're not they're not finishing or they're not like 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 in people in the middle of projects have that uh middle of project glaze <laughs> also they don't want to they, they they also afterwards i guess have to sell it because it's a project as opposed to this is just what we do our art right so i'm not really i'm, I'm interested like for example i don't give a crap about you know Joan Crawford's this movie or that movie, but I am interested in watching that movie after I hear she was screwing Greg Boutzer or something like that. You know what I mean? Like Context. one of those. Yes. Context. Love that. And then I want to know who's been doing who and how that related to this, you know, artistic job and blah 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 blah. That's fascinating. I like the machinations. It's like it's like I don't want to go to Disney World. I want to go in the city underneath Disney oh, World. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody dies at Disney World. They like go down a hole and so they can cart them somewhere else so they don't have to die <laughs> at Disney World. That's the truth. Yeah. Nobody yeah. dies at Disney World. Uh, so nobody dies at Disney World. I also I, I lost. Don't we all die just a little? Bit? A little. Yeah, yeah we, we die in the Disney middle. And yeah. we was, die in our own little there way. There's also another one called I think a web site called something like I hate. Disney.com. Oh, I remember that. And it's all these employees who are mm-hmm. like, screw this shit. I yeah. mean, because Disney's got some good things too, but they're also, you know, mind control and blah, blah, blah. I remember a story of somebody, because there was a, before, in, in, in the infancy of the internet as I know it, there were a couple of um, I, I, channels, you know, where it was just, just script. And it was just channels without pictures and things like that. And there was a, a story of, a, and it was that sort of thing, like uh, the real lives of Disney and it was a story about a guy who came to work and he was a he wore a head he was a he was a face character he was a face character and but so although a face character might be like Cinderella and but that here's might the thing. be headband. here's the thing here's the thing he was it was he was one of the seven dwarfs so it was um <laughs> uh, what, who was the seven dwarfs Sneezy, no, gawk. no. What, what's it? And what's the Snow White? Snow White. Snow Thank White. you. I just oh, you mean the so story. Snow White. Yeah. So it was Snow White and the Seven Doors, and they're on, and somebody's watching Grumpy or somebody start to like see Grumpy standing up, and then suddenly they're seeing the, one of the other dwarfs is going, "What's up with Grumpy?" And what, then they see him heave, and he threw up in his head. Oh. oh and no. so if he falls down, they see vomit. No, if he falls down, he's fired. So it was all the other. Elves, Aww, lifting him, lifting up. him up, and just going yeah, but yeah, but yeah, and Magical. probably going okay, okay. I threw up in my head. I threw up in my head. I threw up. There's a sentence. Yep. I threw up in my head. I mean, that's that's what I find interesting. I don't yeah. find I don't find Scarlett Johansson's road tour interesting. What I find, but I do find that I would find interesting though what her life is to get to a certain point or what she deals with on a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis to get to art. I think about Clark Gable and what oh, I know yeah. about Clark Gable is he had bad, like horrible, horrible breath. breath. Horrible breath. Horrible breath. So every yep. time I see him in a movie, I go, anybody who's standing there probably is holding their breath because he had the most horrible breath in Hollywood. Oh my. I heard I, that. I, yeah, I it's don't. It's kind of legendary like Big Dicks and stuff. Big Dick, <laughs> yeah. uh, Milton Berle's Big Dick. Who, sh- who got shown, oh, Mark DiCarlo was shown Milton Berle's dick. Where, how did they he were send in a, Vegas or someplace, and they're at a, a urinal. But no, I, but Milton Berle was there. Oh. And Milton Berle's standing there, and they're at a urinal, and Milton goes, want to look? And he's like, yeah, I'll look. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's huge. Really? Yeah. Yeah. DiCarlo, yeah. And DiCarlo's one of these guys where if he tells you a story, you know it's true. Wow. I'm not saying it's not true. It's, he is legendary. Uh, DiCarlo. No, no. Uh, no, no. Yes, DiCarlo <laughs> is legendary. He's Milton legendary. Berle is legendary. He's legendary. Well, Milton Berle's cock is legendary. The, it's the, legendary. Yeah. Yeah, it's legendary. Oh, my God. It's legendary. <laughs> uh, I, but that's the kind of thing where I, I, lo- I love the, the stories behind the yes. stories. 
the stories behind the stories. I'm looking at uh, your, you got uh, Michael Scott, George Wentz book up there. Um, yes. And uh, the conversation that I had with George, I love George. I really love George. Yes. And I wish George would have taken down his guard a little bit. Oh, I, you know, it's interesting. I just met George for the very first time a couple of years ago, two years ago when they did a second city benefit and he and Mike Haggerty had me so happy and it, this could have been the most banal thing, but I was sitting in between them. I'm like, oh man, two big old, like two big concrete old timers, yeah. like let me sit in the boys club, you know, just, and we're just sitting there eating chips and I'm like, I'm very happy right now. And since I've seen him then, because he is friends with Michael, yes. um, another generation, <clears throat> I, I have seen, we've gone to see him in his show with Tim Kazarinski over at Northlight, and they were both excellent in it. Oh. And so when he sees me now, it's with a sense of familiarity, and I, maybe it's just because it's a Second City connection, like, oh, we are family, and so I'm just going to make the assumption and leap through everything right. and make the assumption that I know her, that person. Right. It's interesting. Maybe you just don't, you don't want, you wonder, I feel like if I asked him a question, he would answer it. No, but the thing's like, if it's on the podcast. Right. I don't, you know, I watched him. I I, I saw him hold Tense back up. a little bit, and I get it. I mean, I I totally understand. I totally understand. Sure, because this stuff we have we forget that words are easy, and then they stay there for perpetuity. But that and that's another thing right there too. Like there are certain things that I will say, and uh, well, there's certain things that I will say where I'm going, uh, and 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 I think you know I said it in the moment, and I felt it in the moment. That was my truth in the moment, and I wanted to express that truth in that moment and I said it in that moment Snapchat is forever you think that it's a moment and all it takes is a screenshot for it to be oh exactly forever. exactly but if you're talking and you say something in a moment and then a couple of moments later you realize that moment is not your truth anymore right then it's certainly incumbent upon you to share to yeah. retract perhaps yeah. uh, in this new moment what it was that perhaps would have been better to say I, and, and, and when we have it recorded I'm able yes. to go into it and go okay I get it I get that that, that that's the way to do it. Um, and that's what's, Pete... that's what's hard when we when we speak off the cuff because there are moments where you have to place words carefully and oh, we are yeah. very lucky in our art that we get to vomit them and then prove them and then leave the stage and not have it be something that sits there as a, as a weight on somebody's psyche. Oh, well, but I think in about life, sh- it's different. And, and, and I think a major part of this, and this goes right into what one of the issues, one of the, one of the challenges that we're experiencing now, this growth thing that's happening with improvisation now that, that has never happened in my lifetime, which is uh, the idea of sexual harassment and respect and those sort of issues that when we're on stage... That's that fine line that needs to be defined by directors and teachers to say, that's good touch, that's bad touch. But And, and I think at the core of it all is trust. It's trust. Yes. And, well, and yes, and uh, respect, respect for the moment, respect for the scene that's going on. And we all teach emotional presence in, when we're improvising. And so I think when we play together, it's, it's a, a mix back and forth between your strategy in the moment to serve what's up versus the emotional tr- truth of what's here right now. <clears throat> and and our brains go back and forth between uh, pure raw reaction and instinct in the moment and then as we're tracking the context of what's going on in terms of callbacks or in terms of you know what, what are the greater arc of patterns here, uh, sometimes we have to speak strategically in, in terms of 
what needs to be said or done. Give me right an now. example. So, um, so uh, like, well, we just did a show, <laughs> the three of us. Right. And so with within that show, uh, you began a pattern of internal edits in a scene. So, so all of a sudden we're switching characters and there's nothing that's really changed except perhaps our breathing and a slight tweak of the spine. Mm -hmm. And so strategically you have that moment of, okay, what the hell's going on here? Did this, oh, we're in a different scene. Okay. Now what will I do to get back in the body of that person that I was? And now I'm present reacting to what's going on in a larger sense. And when you and I did the, the scene in the restaurant and Susan's over weeping, uh, salting French fries. Carlos I right. could have done that for hours. I love that. I love that so, so the, much. So, so there's the, the heat and the emotion of what we've got going on because we're essentially, we're doing one of those talk over rant things, which is kind of a two-person ranting madrigal, but also, so I'm into the music of that and now I have one eye that goes over to Susan and I see the picture that she's serving on stage taking taking control of the action and I say, ah, got it. That's part of this picture. So no, I need to give her space when we discover it so that uh, so that she can have the presence that she needs to have. You don't have to give me presents. I'll salt fries. Well, yeah, but I mean, in that in that moment, from, right. in that moment, from my point of view, it's recognizing the whole picture on the stage, right. and what's going on, right? So serving it, yes, okay. serving it. So there is an what you're saying is there's an. Tell me if I'm wrong here. Is that there's an implied uh, trust, no matter what we do, that you're not going to go. God, that's rude that you guys are talking over each other and da da da. There's no blame there. Sure. It's just it's just what the music is. Well, and, and part of that is our history because yes. we we could all improvise in our sleep together. Yes. And 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 uh, and so trust is trust is a given. I, well, I, but I also feel that that it also has to be. Um, it, it's got to be defined. Uh, I'm sorry. When I say defined, what I mean is it's got to be recognized. So yes. when there's a, something on stage and and a teacher, and again, I go all the way back to saying. As a teacher, it's my party, but also as a teacher, I have an obligation to say that which you just said. It, I, I, I want to make sure that you're, you understand that your character is saying that, and I want you to understand that your character is saying that, and not you, Joe Blow, the, act, the actor, is saying that. You're saying that for a reason, and you're not saying that to take advantage of somebody. Or to be funny. Or to be funny. But, and, and I think that at that moment, like right now, everything that's going on, and, and, and how would you define what's going on right now? I'll I'll throw in what I'm watching because it's not my um, sadly it I'm not sadly but it is not it is not my history but it is my present as a teacher. I always thought that by being a strong performer on stage to model that for women mm -hmm. uh, to see it's a, when I say what what I mean like you just said it for women so this whole thing yeah, is think, about women. I okay, think right. so. Although people are trying to make this about intersectionality and lesbian and gay rights and trans rights and well that's part of it um and people with disabilities and women of color and i understand everybody's hopping on board right now but if we go back to the theory about just the simple theory of maintaining safety on and off stage and my thought was at the time i thought i was already doing my job but apparently i'm not my job was as long as I am demonstrating powerful characters on stage so that people can see how I manipulate myself through space and that I always feel that the difference between my onstage integrity and offstage integrity is night and day, offstage don't you dare fuck with me, onstage please do, then I'm perfectly fine. Every, people can do whatever they want to me on stage, but just because I have no boundaries doesn't mean that you aren't allowed boundaries. You're allowed as many as you want. Now, the other thing is, if I protect content in a scene by showing the difference between 
an uncomfortable improviser, we discussed this the other day, right. an uncomfortable <clears throat> improviser versus an uncomfortable character. An uncomfortable character we can watch with bated breath. An uncomfortable improviser makes us immediately disconnect from the scene yes. so we don't have the ability to laugh, so we haven't protected content so people can laugh. That's something I learned forever ago from Mick. I thought he was a champion Mick on Nager. that. Um, now, now what I am discovering through all these years is that there is no safety there right now that and I talked had a long talk with Kevin Dorf about this I said how come I escaped that how come I did he goes well Susan at the time you were in a bubble because half of us didn't go to college and I was like huh and then I went back I was like I thought about that I was like what the fuck does that mean and then I went oh remember when the sexual policy happened at Oberlin at Oberlin University years ago and everybody made fun of it and thought it was ridiculous, but they would have to say, may I, may I kiss you? Yes, you may kiss me. So we're talking about applied and trust consent. Mm -hmm. May I kiss you? Yes, you may kiss me. May I touch your breast? Yes, you may touch my breast. Okay. Um, may I touch your vagina? No, you may not touch my vagina. Got it. May I touch your breast? Yes, you may touch my breast. So it was like this like weird, almost like building a scene who, what, where. It was like this really weird... But it's a definition. It's it's defining... And it, even now... Is this a campus behavior or this an was, improv this started. No, it was a campus behavior. <laughs> but it started, I remember it started, I remember when it started at Oberlin. And then, now the New York Times came out with an article recently about the difference between applied consent and consent consent. And... Like, implied? I, implied. Okay, consent not applied. Implied consent. direct consent. Got it. And mm -hmm. that drunk is not enough. And we are watching movies now. The Hunting Ground, I think, is what it's called, is a documentary coming out, how women are slut-shamed for revealing their rape. You know what I mean? Because at the football players... You know they want him to get a Heisman Trophy, and they and and it's money maker. It's it's beyond maddening. We've or it, for women, women are angry now because they're having white men tell them, you know, what to do with their bodies. They're having an improv, even though I see a huge leap in the amount of women in it, they still feel it's a white boys club. And I get it, I get it. And it, that's nerds gone good who've gone to college with all these rules in place now, and now they come out of college and we get to say, you get to create, we. And so they go, we. And then they go, girl. Which in our generation, we might have just asked him out and not thought anything of it or something like that. Well, asked him out as a, what do you mean? As a person out after the class. After the show. Okay, great. After the show or after right. class. Right. And now it absolutely could, and I'm not sure of this, please understand, it's just what I'm learning right now, but some of that stuff could make people uncomfortable in their world of training. <laughs> and and so that does make it upset. Or the ones who don't who don't say no is enough. And who don't say no is enough. Uh, what does that mean? Who don't accept no. Got it. And continue uh -huh. behavior. Uh -huh. Or and and this is going to be hard for people as people learn what is the legal definition of harassment. People who have done this whether intentionally or unintentionally, are going to be super sad at themselves. And maybe they'll make amends and maybe they won't. Maybe they'll be continued and maybe it'll go to jail. There will be people who will understand, wow, what am I going to have to do for myself to make me feel more safe in this environment? And what, as teachers, can we do mm -hmm. to support that without in, without having to sacrifice? This is why I'm sad this week is because mm -hmm. how do I like help somewhere like the Annoyance Support uncensored comment, but still, of course, as always, in all the buildings I work in, I owe the annoyance in Second City. No sexism, racism, and homophobia because it's just not funny. Unless, like, unless it's in context, you know, it's well, a ludicrous, a ludicrous character, right? Where, or, where, where, where it's a teaching tool. Or, Sorry. Or if you're playing that, 
if you're playing that, are you in the middle of a scene where you can provide some type of social commentary above Absolutely. and beyond the comedy yes. that's there? No, no, no. We're talking about and a ludicrous it, character is protected only because it is a teaching tool. That's right, but, but, sure. but, but okay, keep going. Yeah, so so as performers, um, um, as performers and as teachers, there's kind of two different things. Uh, if if you're in a scene, so so let me take one step back. What the thing that I've been playing with the last two years is the idea of institutional uh, oppression, uh, institutional as a white man owning that institutionally I was born into white man privilege. Right. And so, so I can own that and say that's not how I personally feel. Mm -hmm. But then if I'm a part of this institutional privilege of being a white man, then now I have to look at personally how I feel and how I work with women, how I work with people of color, mm -hmm. how I work with people of uh, uh, gender differences. It's it, been hard for it, you. It, it's, well, it's, it's a not. Hard it, 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 no, it's not. It, it it's, isn't? It's, it's life. It's, 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 it's learning that if you're wrong, you know, you have to accept that you were wrong. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a it's not easy. It's if I know that if I know that that I'm I'm on stage now and uh, and I'm playing with somebody uh, with with a, a couple of people of color. I did this on Armando a, a couple of uh, weeks ago. Paul Grandi and I were cops, and and uh, two guys are in the car and we're playing these Southern boys, and. Uh, they, uh, Grandi steps away and, you know, I'm saying, uh, you know, uh, gentlemen, I just wanted to, uh, talk to you for a second. Uh, uh, you know, as, as a man born into white privilege, uh, I was just, uh, wondering if you could, uh, help me out sort of, uh, to own this on a personal level and, uh, give me some education so going forward I can be a better person. And I, and, and this opportunity presented itself on stage. Um, for me, it's an, it's an ongoing awareness of, uh, of growth, of like I'm gonna fuck some things up here. My personal desire is to is to uh, uh, empower. Um, as a father of daughters, it's like I want to I want to raise empowered women. As a person who grew up in a in a mostly black high school, like that's a per, that's a personal thing to me. And 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 I don't because I think intersectionality is one thing, and and I I do think we should stay on the idea of sexual harassment. Yes. Um. And 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 for me, it's. I don't if I'm if I'm playing with you Susan. I, if I'm playing with Susan I get to play differently than I would play yes. with another woman yes. and so part of that is part of that is the awareness part of that is the history part of that is the education but I'm not going to play with less intensity if I'm no. if, if I'm with a newer uh, a woman in improv I'm 6'5", 240 I'm imposing anyway but I'm gonna play with a greater awareness of of let me give you the space to express yourself as you see fit right now. Now, does, now for me, the, the example that you just gave, like playing with Susan is going to be different than playing with anybody else. Playing with Susan for me is, and I'm, I, 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 I'm saying there's an exceptionalism with Susan, just as <laughs> mm -hmm. with all the women that I play with, mm -hmm. Susan, Carrie, uh, mm -hmm. Susan, Carrie Clifford, Rachel Hamilton, mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, these women that I play with, right? It's like, you know, Jill Bernard. Mm -hmm. Like, each of these women is women, yes. are women, but each of these women are also artists in their own, with their own voice that, yes, represents women, but also, I am not going to look at, I'm, I'm going to see Susan as this artist I know as Susan who plays this game, if you will, in this particular fashion. So when I do play this game, if you will, with Susan, I know these are the, this is the way that Susan plays. Does that make sense? Yes. And and to but look I also at, change the way I play in evolution with you or with you. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm so you don't morphing. look at it. No. You know, for me, you know that I 
even though I do have certain, uh, even though I, I, I come from the same school right. as Mick, I don't play like no, Mick. No, we you all know? play differently. We all play differently. So looking at it in that way, my my issue these days is this fucking huge brush. I mean, these days, when I'm talking these days, I'm talking since I got to Chicago a week ago, yep. that this huge fucking brush shit is being paid in and shit hits the fan. Well, and I think also what what is also happening, I'm so excited, right? Yes. I think what also is happening right now is um, we ha- we're having this growth spurt yes. and, and yeah. this growth spurt is, comes where it's nobody where you finally buy your kid those shoes and then suddenly it's like what do you mean you don't fit in them anymore so right now what's happening mm-hmm. is it's 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 fashion the what it's fashion fashion comes and goes in style and everything changes and right now we're in the fashion of looking at people without the blinders on without the blinkers on and saying mm-hmm. how do we protect people well here's the thing I've had the opportunity, Jill's had the opportunity, Carrie, Rachel, we've had the opportunity to grow as artists, the good, bad, and and the thing with growing pains is the good news is you're growing and the bad news is it's painful. Mm -hmm. These are young women who have not had the opportunity to feel safe in an environment so that they can discover their own voice. And because of this, I, I don't know what this is. No, well, no, I'm just no, what figuring I'm, I'm, this my out. question really is this is like why don't they why feel don't safe. they feel safe? The, Who's the guardian of for me I feel Who's as the, guard, the fucking teacher, it's the teacher I'm the guardian. It, it should be. It, but it doesn't matter. I can't once once they leave what I have discovered is once they leave my class I'm talking about in the class, Susan. I'm talking about in, in the, the class. class I you know what, every woman who I have ever I, I keep getting messages, thank you for in class when that guy unzipped my blouse or unbuttoned my blouse that you were the one who stopped the scene and said da da da. And I, and I went, mm-hmm. you're welcome, but that's my job. But that's what like, I'm saying is like, there are a lot of teachers that will see that and laugh about it and I'll go, yes, I know. no, that's motherfucking egregious. Right. So I go back to the teachers of saying, you are, and just like you are the model for other women to be, you know, to have that voice. Well, what I'm saying is you are a model for other other women. You're a model and you model it and you live it. As a teacher in a class, I am the teacher, so I am modeling it. I am also the professor. I am also the, the, uh, I'm the arbiter. I'm the director. And I'm saying this is egregious and this is not egregious. But when I hoped you can do that on your own because you work for yourself, what I am saying is Buildings are finally learning there are holes in our foundation mm-hmm. and they are going to have training about this. Mm-hmm. This is these are when these systems come in place, then people have to do that. Because if they don't, there will be ramifications. And maybe for some people, this will be too little too late. And I'm saying may your pain fuel this next generation for change, not just to sit and vent, which is a great thing to do, but your anger might not always propel you to action. So I invite during this time that while I am listening, you're asking my opinions now, but, uh, but, but during this time, I'm inviting myself more than anybody to just shut up and listen to these women, not offer up solutions because honestly, I'm not a legal person. And that is why when people would ask me things, I would say what I've heard directly from human beings so that they are imparted truthful information, but also to say where I don't know and where I'm where I was wrong and misstepped and where I can recommit to just starting from today. Oh, I just love like, it. like like yes. like 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 it's so hard. Look, there are behaviors I mean, I said to Joe Bill the other day, I said, you know, this might be an amazing time for you to share what your missteps have been personally and private, you know, personally and and as a performer, 
and all of us so that this next generation can learn from it. Like, like, and he went, yeah, it is because I see him. I see Joe and all of us struggling on like, my intention was never to hurt. My intention is never to prevent you from joy. As a matter of fact, it goes against what my thing is. But in our world, when we started, we all slept with each other. I went to the IO 25th anniversary and I looked at everybody and I went, you, you, you. And they were mostly right. relationships. My one night stands in my life. My sexual shit in, in, in improv for history is probably A, it was probably a crappy lay. And B, um, and B was, well, that was just part of my awkward social evolution, which by the way, didn't really get it until Michael McCarthy, thank you very much. Uh -huh. So I get what the fuss is about, but that took me forever. Now it's, I'm invading your space. I, 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 I want to, I mean, for me, I'm looking at, <laughs> I'm looking at me, because all that I can do is me. All that I can, it's what, you know, all that I can change is me. All that I can look at is say, I didn't do, I did, that choice that I made was a learning opportunity in that moment. Mm -hmm. That choice that I made. And, and, and I also What do you want... think you could say, though, to the men of this generation about that? Because, look, this is your social sphere. We, we did, we wanted to date people who understood what, what we I'm did. That's what I'm saying. Yes. And I'm about to say, what I'm, what I'm saying is this. <clears throat> when I look back on the relationships that I've had, they have been, here's the thing. They have been former students at the time. They weren't present students at that time. Right, but okay? there was no policy in place to there tell was no, you. What, right, and so what there was, was no right policy now? in place. And here's another thing, that those were long-term relationships. It wasn't, I mean, for me, I'm going, oh, I really like the way that she thinks. And when I'm out of class, when this is over, and whether this is right or whether this is wrong, when, I'm, when this session is over, I will look at that. But it wasn't ever predatory. And here's, this is the problem that I, I have. My problem, this is the challenge, challenge that I have is this. I am sitting there and, and just like, I'm sitting there and I'm, and I'm saying, let's be open, let's be honest, let's be candid, let's be truthful, um, let's do that right now. And so people are seeing me the teacher in the role of the teacher modeling openness and honestness and I and honesty and I think that a lot of people look at that and go God Dave is open and honest all the time mm -hmm. and that's the kind of person that I want to have a relationship with mm -hmm. if only I can and it's like wait a minute this is and it's weird because you can't define it this is in this sacred space called the classroom the theater that I'm working in mm -hmm. so and it's also I'm looking at, at people and I'm going men and women and it's not it's not just a, it's not a sexual thing it's more like, oh my God, look how open and honest you are. You are a blessing to the planet. You are something where you are you are unfolding and furling, evolving, and I'm watching this. And so my thing to the future generations is this. Don't go to the edge of physical intimacy. Realize that when you're sitting in a class watching somebody, what they're doing is expressing themselves through the tool of improvisation. And that's it. That's it. And that's, that's it. it. Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> it got muddy because what happens is, is everybody who falls down the rabbit hole of joy ends up not only taking class, but doing social things with people and their art and their lives become intertwined. That is that that has happened to me. That has happened mm -hmm. yep, to so many. Probably too. happens to most people. And that's where the lines become blurry. And that's where it becomes muddy. And that's where it can become ugly. And we've just thought in the past, or maybe I don't want to speak for other people, but because this has not happened to me. But I think some people that I know feel like, well, just life sometimes gets muddy. And then they go, they don't say. Oh, that's that's me. I took that step, and I didn't realize that. I have had men come up to me and say, 
I didn't recognize that as a teacher that somebody would think that there might be fear associated with or retribution even if I had no power to do anything they just went oh fuck teacher this is uncomfortable and I don't know what to do about it they also have seen people again and again and again being called to task and called up to the mat and not been penalized for it and now they're so they they have a right it is a spill to the top and now they're waiting for something to happen yesterday who's they? I'm sorry they being when you say they who's just they? people who have felt assaulted or harassed Got it. or uh, in a or scene even un- in, a, in a scene in a scene in class and off stage okay fine so that they feel that they can't manipulate themselves through the community comfortably. Remember, I am learning these definitions now. I know. This we is all not are. something I know. And but it makes me sad because I want to make sure I don't want to make sure. I just don't know. I'm hoping mm-hmm. that people have the chance for rehabilitation. I believe that everybody has the capacity to learn. Mm-hmm. I don't feel lives have to be completely destroyed mm-hmm. even though somebody has been hurt. I feel like there can be some sort of, I, I've heard, one thing that I've heard this week is women have said to me that men have come up to them and apologized. Mm-hmm. Now some of them will say, it's too little, it's too late, and I want blood. And I understand that. But it has to start with a step. Mm-hmm. And the step, at the very least, is sitting down with yourself and saying, how have I contributed to this dynamic on a whole, or maybe to someone personally? Look, I found out the other day that my language in class and you know me as an uncensored mm-hmm. comedian and mm-hmm. as teacher. So after a show, after a class, after a scene, when I was like, the scene was particularly good, I was like, oh my God, blow me, that was awesome. Now, blow me is not okay. It is not okay, apparently, for a man to say it in a class. And so people are saying, well, mm-hmm. why would it be okay for Susan to say it? <clears throat> and I'm like, well, I'm a dick. Anyway, but mm-hmm. I agree. Right, I agree. I mm-hmm. agree. Mm-hmm. What I say, I have changed my, my two, I want... I'm not, I'm not hire me, fuck you. It's hire me, I want you to listen. I have to make sure to adjust my semantics so people are able to listen. Which might, that's why my whole world has changed in two weeks. For, right. for sure. And have uh, we've all taught for years, and I've taught many people that have worked with you as well, Susan. And for a segment of those people, male and female, because you express yourself in a visceral, vulgar way, that <laughs> aligns, or or have, that aligns with the angst, with the fear, with the shit they're trying to work through in order to be present in the moment in a scene. Absolutely. So, so there's a vicarious thrill that you get them by just cussing. And you empower... Oh. And you empower people so when, when you remember I thought you, you were going to tell me I thought you were going to tell me and that has prevented them from learning Susan no 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 because I'm like I'm already feeling bad enough I was <laughs> in I was in Europe and I had a student say they took a class from you I think it was during summer intensive and he, he said uh, uh, I think there's like three of them like uh, and I don't, I don't remember they, they said uh, oh yeah Susan Messing you just got to rape the shit out of your shit no, I got in big trouble from that from a woman in 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 London. Right, and, I mean Nottingham. And and, and now remember what did I say? The definition of rape was the second one, which is destroy and decimate. I can't even say it anymore right. because, because I can't defend because there's it a anymore. context problem because you may be serving a, a smaller a smaller group of people who viscerally like yeah she gets it yeah fuck I just want to be here. Some it, people saw it as an somebody exactly said, that's irresponsible and because that let people for think sure that they could and that's rape. what I'm talking about as a like, teacher what? the awareness oh, the yeah. uh, the expanded awareness 
awareness, the proposition that I am part of an institutional problem. I, I personally and institutionally was part of the problem in the 90s. And, 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 uh, and, and I- the 2000s? Uh, I don't- I Well, I- Yeah, it, it's- For I, me, I don't- I, I'm it, currently I, part of it. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm currently part of it and I have to continue to grow and get better. I've grown, I've evolved. I've, uh, I check myself and I'm not perfect at it because I'm learning just like you. But it's like, but I walk with a greater awareness out of these last two weeks. And I've, uh, I, in the last year, I've walked with a greater awareness than the years before. In five years, like it, it's going, but it's like, uh, I think it's incumbent on all teachers to make this part of, uh, here we are in class, mm. let's talk about boundaries. Let's hear everybody's thoughts. In the old days, uh, Dell would just sit and talk about whatever's in the news. In the new days, I think we need to, to spend a chunk of time if we're teaching a longer class to let everybody be heard. I, I do as well. But but in there being heard, this is what I would like, like not to point fingers, because if somebody is out there saying, I have been, I am in process of change, then I gotta sit back and go, that's all I'm asking you to do. Yep. Because right there, yes. we can't have a time machine vacuum that sucks out all the fucking stupid shit that we've done, because that stupid shit that we've done have led us to the realization that we're having, so then we can be eloquent in the expression of why that's egregious, or why that works, or why that doesn't work, or, and it's our journey. Yes. So for me, I'm saying, I feel that, in, and, and it's a, this is a fucking civil rights issue. Fuck That's yeah. what's happening right now. This is a civil rights issue in a group of people who, who really thought for the longest time, we are open and honest and all that. It's like, really? I don't think you are. I really mm -hmm. don't think you are. And going back to when we started, I love it, yeah. that we're, because when we started, Women were, you know, and women, women I'm were. I'm curious what you say about women when you started. Let's hear about it. Me? Yeah. Well, when this is when we when I started, mm -hmm. women were seen as because it's all a reflection, seen as doctors. I'm not. I'm sorry, not doctors, nurses and nuns oh, okay. and teachers and those sort of things right. on stage. Right. You know, and so if somebody said, "Oh, the judge is coming," and a woman came, and the audience would laugh, going, "What? What?" But now I look at that and go, "I don't. Even, I don't see. I don't really see gender." Because, you know, you don't I don't see, see gender. But here, yeah. all that I can do is you. express that's all that I can do. Yes. And so my students look at me and go, okay, David does not see gender. David does not see gender. When I say I don't see gender, what I mean is you're the guy in the chair who's got the half the brain and I'm your girlfriend. Right. I don't, for me, I look at it going, you what Linda. is this? Right, I'm Linda. I was, and I, I was Marjorie. And you were Marjorie, <laughs> and right. And so I'm looking at all that and I'm saying, <laughs> so what are we doing in that situation? It wasn't this where it's like, oh my God, I'm a woman. It's like, no. you're, you're sitting there as Marjorie with your voice. You're expressing yourself in that way. I would say that when we started, how many years ago was that? 30 years ago? 30 yep. something. 30 something years ago. That wasn't something that happened. No. But I will say, for example, at the Annoyance, that when when the Annoyance was founded, there were 50% women, 50% men. Jill Soloway and Faith were directing some of our shows. And... Um, I felt the women at one point were pretty, maybe even stronger than the men. We were lucky. Now, why do mm -hmm. you say, well, then why are people like, how did Tina and Amy manage to propel themselves through space? Because maybe they didn't see gender either. Maybe they saw themselves as a person manipulating themselves through space, learning the best that they could and going on. So it was, it's very difficult not to look, some people to say, look to their right or to their left and say, but she's got that, but I've got that. I kind of was, I was taught very, some very hard lessons early on 
where somebody said to me, your job is not to defend, justify, or deflect. Your mm-hmm. job right now is to listen. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if it's fair or not. And mm-hmm. so I kind of went, oh. And then I also look back at choices that have been made in the past that I were like, I guess in retrospect now would never have flown things that happened to me on stage, but I was so happy to be a member of the boys club or no, not even a boys club, a fly on the boys club world. I was like, Oh my God, this is fascinating. How Just do they like treat an you? How do they treat you? Like, like a gem. Right. But, but not everybody was tr- like, I even, I wrote a post last week saying women of my generation, we were treated like gems. And Mark Henderson said, no, Susan, you are wrong. I watched women leave in droves from buildings because they felt they were unsupported or sexually harassed or this and that. And mm-hmm. I said, I am so sorry. I will amend that post to me. Yes, right. Just to but me. when you say, here's another thing. If you go, I was treated like a gem, I'm going, that's Susan saying Susan is treated like a gem. You know? I might have not even been treated like a gem, but I was so happy to be here. I got, I got to tell I you. I might have been a little That's masochist. how you received it. That's how you received it. I was it. a mess. Maybe I was... A, I know I was a little mess. No, I'm sorry. We were all a mess. We were all a fucking mess. Yeah. And you go into... Like, like if they have to tear that building down on Broadway to get rid of all the fucking fucked up DNA that was spewed in <laughs> that building from everybody viscerally being viscous in the basement of that fucking place. The island but, of misfit toys. Me, yeah, there's a lot here, of but, gross. But, an, but, another, <laughs> but another thing here mm-hmm. is this. Like... I, I, you, people talk about Jill, they talk about faith, they talk about, they talk about Jill, they talk about faith, they talk about, um, Ellen Stone and, and like, uh, but I'm, I'm going back to Ellen Stone King. I'm also going back to Bonnie Hunt, Jane Morris, like mm-hmm. those women that I know where Powerful. you go, you don't fuck with them. Now, how do you know you don't fuck with them? Because the guys that were there weren't treating her any different, but they were saying, we, it has nothing to do with fucking gender. It has to do with this woman as a human being at first and an artist and also in our company. And she She's in our company, so we get to be with her. But here's the thing. That wasn't necessarily the rule. I watched at Second City where a wonderful guy who I loved, um, and still do, um, really like harassed a woman for the longest time, and everybody went, yeah, he's an asshole. Like, mm-hmm. why wasn't that done? Like, mm-hmm. I guess all I can say is when policies are in place, mm-hmm. we change. Yep. And that's all it is is when policies are in place that support the evolution and the change in this art, and some of it might even feel artistically like de-evolution before evolution again. Got it. (coughs) Then we can do better. Until then, I don't know what they are. I don't know what the policies are. I am learning what they are going to be as I learn legal stuff. It some of it makes me sad and some of it makes me glad. I, I also I also think that I am not going to go back in time and shame anybody for an action that was them being where it was that they were when it was that they were there for yes. their ignorance, acting yes. out in their ignorance. I'm not going to go back on but that. I'm also because... not going to shame the person it happened to either. That's no, no. But, 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 but again, but sure. for me, my, my thing is this. Yeah. I need to be... I need I it's what Joe is saying. I need I need to to own up to that which happened yep. to say that wasn't what it was that I wanted but god damn it yep. that's the way that brought me to this present awareness. Yes. And am I have I self actualized in this no. 
Yeah, I, I will not because I'm a human being living amongst human beings. We're all in the process of fucking figuring this shit out. Yep. But I will say, as a teacher, I am going to call out bullshit mm-hmm. when I fucking see it. I don't care what institution I'm at. Yes. And if you want to yes. go, because at that moment, I'm going, this is fucked up. And nobody is, and I think this is one a major thing. Nobody coming into my, my classes, nor your classes, mm-hmm. I know, is feeling like they're walking into junior high. Nobody is fucking feeling like they're going to be singled out. Mm-hmm. You enter my class and suddenly you are fucking awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's, it's safe. You can be you. Right. I got the helm here. Exactly. And your being you also includes me saying to you, not that behavior in my class. Yes. So that, and, and but not to shame you and go, I don't know where the fuck you grew up, but your fucking family. Did. It's in that moment. Like, yep. I want to stop. I'm going to stop you right here and go, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Or not necessarily say it in that way. Or, or let's or, talk about why that's wrong. Oh, I love or it. something that you implied or thought was already okay might still not be okay and needs to be revisited. Yes. Because so, I got to say, things that I thought were fine things that I thought were, that I've protected through example in class and off stage I mean and on stage other times still might need to be clarified and my job as a teacher is to constantly figure out how to adjust my semantics in order for people to listen I've watched other classes where teachers just kind of assume and imply and don't know their shit, but as a teacher, our job is not to rest on our petty laurels. No. It's to get better. And when what's I get better, better I better do means? better. What's what's better me? Because I've I'm, I've a, I have a, I have a challenge with the word better. I just have a um, better in in terms of the way uh, in terms of the way we communicate our Got it. our, clearer. our lesson. Clear, isn't it? Clearer. To grow, to evolve, to to own uh, and take responsibility. As now we're elders, oh, uh, to, to take teachers re- learn more from their students than students learn. Uh, but I agree. Of course, of course yeah. we do. Yeah. Of course we do and to your point you know i mean there's about there's almost a hundred years of improv experience sitting here on this <laughs> microphone right now right. And, and i think and that's all we've got to show for it <laughs> and and I, I i would trust you know if the three of if you put the three of us and we taught 33 classes uh uh in a row i would trust us to have a pretty good hit rate on saying that's not right and i would also trust that it's extremely possible that all of us could miss something i also think that that at the beginning of those 33 classes where this person and at the end of that 33 classes where we're 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 an evolved person i agree with that i will also say that our strength at this point in our life it might just be to listen a little more well, and, 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 but we get to, again, that's part of the modeling, is to say, I am, and we've done it, we've all done it, where yes. we're watching a scene, and we're going, stop, 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 stop. Did you just see that you missed that? Because I, and I had no idea that that just happened. Like, did anybody else see it? It's like, yeah, I saw it. So my responsibility is to be present with what it is that's happening on stage, to be present with what is happening to the students behind me, and to be in the moment listening every fucking moment. But if I have a class where I have to teach nine fucking things in a three-hour class to 18 mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. shit's gonna fall away and mm-hmm. I think that that's what ends up happening in a lot of these classes is a teacher does not feel that she has the time to stop and go wait I we gotta talk about this because she's going wait if I talk about this then I'm not gonna get to you you know what what a, a, a Dutch opening is yeah. or what the fuck all that bullshit well there's nothing is. like the Victorian house it's a great opening <laughs> yeah but you know you know what I mean yeah, like I'm at joking. that moment yes. go stop I'm, I'm gonna stop I'm gonna call a fucking audible here call and, it. and this audible needs to be about 
what she just said to him and what he just did to her. And let's pull away from that. So we get to be mindful and present of this question. How is it that you want to be treated? Yes. And to state how it is that you want to be treated. And it's and it's to uh, uh, Mark Sutton always says, you have, to, you have to play the scene that's here, not the scene that you want to be here. And when we're teaching class, we're modeling the behavior of being present and aware right now and honest and truthful right now about what's going on. And a, and a, and a plan, a, 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 a syllabus, a bunch of bullet points for this class is secondary to what's going on right now. What is the truth of what's going on right now? What needs to be dealt with and talked about right now? So in terms of what you guys know as 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 elders in this community and as white men. When you say guy, yeah, okay, go ahead. White men. And what do you, what can you impart now for, because uh, I feel bad for them as well, because now they feel like they live in a world of landmines. Who's they? The young men of this generation. Mm -hmm. What can you say to them about, from what you've learned through the years, maybe, like I said, on stage, I think you've already known it. And off stage, like you say, every day is a different thing and this is a different generation. How can you help them navigate it so they don't feel paralyzed? Because, and that they really can be proactively helpful. I think first is listen. Second is understand that- Wait, wait, can I, I just yes. hit listen? Listen to what? <clears throat> listen to those things that are paralyzing you as- Give me an example. As they're being said to you. Um, you, you <laughs> harassed me. Okay, fine. Um, listen, and paralysis is part of facing the truth. Mm -hmm. It hurts. And, and, it's, and it hurts. And you said, you said it hasn't been easy for me, uh, or it's been difficult. Just because something's painful and hurts doesn't, doesn't, mean, doesn't it's mean it's difficult, right? right. So, and I think that's a distinction because life is painful and life is brutal and we do things that are wonderful and we do things that are brutal. I, so so I, I wanna, uh, because I think that, uh, I want to take the yes. little section that you just said right there and, uh, and, 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 and use what, what Susan asked. So for me, that moment of peril, peril that it's what Chan Mi Tan calls that sacred breath in that moment. Mm -hmm. Something happens and something, somebody says something to you and you go, oh my God. And so in that moment, that oh my God moment, what lives in that oh my God moment is that happened. I was, I'm in relationship to that which just happened. And historically, I would lash out. So going back to what can I tell those students, historically, I would lash out outside of this if I felt that my ego myself my person was being attacked so here's the thing stop at that moment your breath is changed and what what happens in every fucking scene when we're when we're changed mm -hmm. the moment that you're stopped in that the moment that you're stopped because somebody says to you what did you just say to me mm -hmm. uh, uh, you 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 what did you, the example no 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 what did you say that uh, you, you, what when I said what what is it that this person is dealing with oh 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 you've uh, you've you've uh, you've abused me you, okay you, fine, you fine, harassed fine. me you abused me you harassed me instead of going fuck you I didn't abuse and fuck you I didn't harass you to say Maybe I abused you and maybe I harassed you in that moment to say, wait, you're saying that to me. Yes. Yes. I'm hearing that instead of going, fuck you, you're wrong, to let the ego go yes. and to go, is it possible, There's young a man, is it possible that she's right? And shock, hurt, and surprise before you ever get to and stop that. Wait, 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 hold it. Yep. Hold it. Yep. And remember your and. What did mm -hmm. you say? There's always shock, hurt, and surprise before you ever get to fuck you. Fuck you is what we're programmed to get there fast. But if you just slowed it down even just a millisecond, you would see shock, right. hurt, right. and surprise. Yes, and, and hopefully after that, uh, 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 acceptance. And acknowledgement. Acknowledgement, yes, go ahead. And the, I believe we can replace shock, hurt, surprise, and fuck you with tell me. 
you hurt me, you abused me, you you um, uh, you acted inappropriately. Tell me. Some people might say to that Tell though, me. you've already fucking hurt me, and now I have to go back and relive this. I'm not exactly sure what the right way to do it is. All I just me knew neither. is for a second I thought to myself, oh fuck, I've got to say this again. You were so brave. I was so brave in even coming to you. Do you know what I mean? And now I have to live this again. People are having like, people get PTSD kind of flashbacks. Oh, I know. Stuff. Sure. And so I, but I do appreciate that what you are saying in that message, tell me if I'm wrong here, mm-hmm. is I am going to listen without my ego and without my judgment mm-hmm. and just sit with this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit with your pain mm-hmm. and I'm going to sit with mm-hmm. my embarrassment and mm-hmm. I'm going to sit with my shit fire mm-hmm. and then... I will do what it takes to get better. Or I'm going it... to sit with my pain. I love that. I'm mm-hmm. going to sit with it. I'm going to sit with because your pain. With I'm going to sit our with our pain. Awful. And and for me, like this uncomfortable situation. And if I'm going to say, well, I you I want you to hurt the way that I'm hurting. I'm going. That's what will happen. Uh, okay. Sometimes. Okay. And that's going to happen sometimes. That's but that now. can't be. That's happening. I understand. Now. But that can't be the that can't be the default. The 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 default need uh, that, that can't will create be, shame. Exactly. And I understand that is the ultimate goal. But before we get to evolution, I guess, again, we go through mud. Yes. And I can't feel the I can't feel the pain that you feel. And you can tell me I want you or imply I want you to feel the pain that I feel. I can't do that. But I accept that that's how you want to how you want to make me feel. And and I want to be in this with you. And and the horror and the, the terror of it. I mean, it's I'm I'm. 20 something years through therapy and if I hadn't done therapy like I'd have no capacity to even get my brain around this and it's like and well, I'm not a therapist and even then you've gone through landmines of, yeah, there's always landmines it's, it's, but it's, that's the educational but, process yes the and you can't process. be you can't walk through life fearfully you, you, you know no but we've been teachers during this time where we've gone through landmines do you know what I'm saying like what I'm saying is like I said, until there's policy in place, we don't know what it is. But, but behind that, yes, I agree. And behind that policy needs to not just be policy, right. but needs to be what you're going through through therapy. What you and I, what fucking all three of us has gone have gone through mm-hmm. in terms of a relationship that we've had, a marriage that we've had, mm-hmm. that have that we came to a point where we go, I have to, I've got to put all my cards on the table and say, I, I don't want to be in this situation anymore. I want to help myself. This is going to be a fucking pain painful experience that I'm having, mm-hmm. but I need to experience this thing because the fear, the, ramif- the the perceived ramifications of what's going to happen are so much, are so much, the perceived ramifications, ramifications are so much worse than really what's going to happen because at the end of the day, I get to put my cards on the table and have what I call abdominal spaciousness, which means I can fucking breathe because I just put my honesty out there and you, and, and, and just, what are you going to do right now? What abdominal are you going to fucking, mm-hmm. abdominal, like you know what I mean by breath. that? Where yes, you, I where you just, breathe, I where you, I where you're able to breathe. I just never heard that. That's a very interesting But the idea of, you know, how you get all, yes. and then you're like, I got to breathe. And you know, for me, when I said to Katie, I, you know, coming home going, I'm going to ask my wife for a divorce and for me to go I'm a div- I'm going to get a divorce and for her to have the reaction that she had is her reaction I get to be part of it but I also know I'm I'm uh, right now this is a horribly awful feeling but I'm feeling the feeling in order to later feel the feeling that I am free and I guess during this whole thing ultimately um, my heart bleeds for people who have suffered in general and I don't you know, sometimes that has invited 
solutions and sometimes that's invited paralysis on my end and sometimes I figure it out on my own but in the meantime um, again I don't have the answers I but I do have an ear and I am learning something new every fucking second as long as you yes it's as fucking long, crazy. And, but, I, and I wonder, and part of me goes, is this going to fuck up comedy? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we can't break comedy. I don't know? think we can break comedy. Well, but you also look at the things where, where we used to have mother-in-law jokes, mm-hmm. and we don't do that anymore. No, now we have mother-in-law sweets. <laughs> what? what that means. What yeah, you that? know, like a special room that the mother-in-law Oh, I see. That's a, yeah. Okay. Oh. Right. Instead of a nanny, you got the mother-in-law. Yeah. You. So, <laughs> I thought you meant candy and her pension. Oh, right. Sweets, sweets. Yeah. yeah. No. So, right. uh, but but we don't S-Y. do that anymore. We don't make. We don't do that anymore. We don't mm-hmm. do you know uh, uh, the Polish jokes. I don't anymore. think mother. I, yeah, but I don't think mother-in-laws uh, had a had a big momentum going. Where I got to tell you, in stand-up to... comedy in the early '60s, that mm-hmm. was a fucking huge. part. I know yeah. that was a huge part. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, I don't think mother-in-laws we're having an uprising. I no, think right clearly. now women just don't want to fucking be unfairly touched or, yeah. or but I'm, I'm using, But what I'm saying is it's, it's, it's again, it's like fashion where we, we realize that didn't work or that didn't work. It's an evolution. Well, and I'm just using that as I example. think what's really hard right now, like I said beforehand, is that there is a de-evolution. So many rights that women have worked toward and so many, and, and I'm talking about intersectionality so you can add women of color, you can add LBGT, you can add people with disabilities. You can add everybody to it that you want to, but I'm just speaking right now of women's personal space being violated Mm -hmm. and part of the violation is happening in Congress and with abortion clinics and that the government doesn't give a shit. So this is so much, we are a tiny microcosm in our tiny little, what we thought was a safe world, which is now we are declaring this is unsafe as well. Just like schools are unsafe now, just Mm -hmm. like da da, you know what I mean? It's, Mm -hmm. it is overwhelming and people don't know how to process it. And all I can say is the, you know, at the very least, legally, we can figure this out. And then we can take care of our women emotionally and make sure continuing physically that they're okay. And as teachers, we at the very least can do that and then teach other teachers how to support that as well. Mm-hmm. So at the very least, we can go back to studying what we wanted to study, which was the joy of being in the moment instead of being scared in the moment. Uh, uh, to, to learn that in the moment and now have it be flavored with all that that you just said that led up to that. Yes. Um, and I, my question here is, why is it legal first? Because you always have to find out what a legal definition of something is. Fine. So, so I don't, even... so I, for example, somebody could feel uncomfortable and say that's harassment. You might find out that the legal definition is not harassment. So that might be involved in something like sensitivity training, Got but it. they might not be fired. And, or that, do we have a chance for rehabilitation here? And my hope always is, I'm not saying some people aren't sociopaths in this world and will continue on this. Mm-hmm. I just hope that they are now stopped more often. And those people stop themselves more often. Well, sociopaths don't necessarily. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. That, that's the exception mm-hmm. because they're hopefully a smaller uh, demographic. Look, I, yes. I, I've, the, the, when I have found out when I am wrong... That is very upsetting to me. But is it? But that's also, my ego. But like you said, right. that's an mm-hmm. ego mm-hmm. thing. And you know, like I said, it'll invite paralysis for a moment, and then I just, I will figure it out. I had my first class at the Annoyance this week of uncensored content mm-hmm. during all of this, and the first class I always talk about protecting the freak, 
and which used to be what I used to call defenses and escapes mm-hmm. um, when you're in an uncomfortable situation. And now I'm like, I just word things differently. <laughs> because mm-hmm. you also, when you word things differently, you think differently about that, that which you're saying. And as long as it's not a governor that forces you to not speak your truth, um, it, it's, it's going to come out beautifully. Well, sometimes I wish I would just finish fucking writing it down now that I, you know, am figuring this out. And then I can just go... Uh, Chapter 9, do page 8. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do something else. <laughs> do something else. Because <laughs> I'll tell you something. Teaching is um, it is a, a beautiful thing, and it also sucks the lifeblood out of me sometimes. And sometimes I just, I'm not interested in being on the end of a firing line when I'm trying to help. And... Uh, Maybe it's you know maybe I need a. I I believe I believe that what's happening now certainly what's going on online is just there's so much fucking lashing out and cooler heads need to prevail and 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 I feel like can we just let's just stop let's just stop for a moment now and look at what's going on. But someone's this, gonna say to you, how dare you tell me how to process my pain? Here's the I've thing. I've had people say that to me. I get it. I totally understand. But yes. here's the thing. What what are we getting out of everybody getting a metaphoric gun and just fucking sniping at each other when does that stop because is is what's happening right now the balloon as as alexander billing says is what's happening right now and it is i know the answer to this is what's happening right now the shattering it's the shattering of that and the fucking shattering is the necessary shattering of it that at the end we're raw and we're bloody and here's the thing we're raw and we're bloody but we're still fucking here and mm-hmm. i have to take that moment to, to to do it to say what you're saying which is i'm culpable i'm motherfucking culpable mm-hmm. i am responsible for the actions that i have but here's here's the thing i don't want that to define me no i want does. that i do not want that to define Nobody me but it doesn't social media is different you know like we look how, i'm if, if this were the 80s and the 90s, I would have hundreds of pictures of unwanted dicks on my phone. But thankfully, <laughs> I didn't even have a pager in the beginning. Mm. I mean, that's just the way it is. People would be like, oh, Susan's a girl. I'll send her my dick. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus. Like Jesus sent you his dick. Jesus would have sent me his dick. That's how old I am. Take my wife, please. Jesus. Bill and Burl's dick. You see how life's a herald. I, I think... Uh, I think personally, and I agree. There's, there's. I think you're seeing my mental breakdown, right? <laughs> we got it. We got it on. on it's beautiful. We got it on tape. This was uh, the stage. Lost it. Uh, uh, you know, the thing that always goes with me. One of the first things I learned in therapy was uh, remember who you are, who you are is evolving, and uh, always choose love and not choose fear, and know that there'll be sometimes you will choose out of fear, you'll react out of fear, uh, and it's just like, how can I? I'll never be perfect, but how can I just be in a state of? of love, being in a state of acceptance, and treat people with dignity and that same love. And to, and to ask yourself the question, when something is approaching me in that, when, when I am in, when somebody is, is in orbit of me that's challenging me, yes. for me to say, okay, sacred breath, sacred pause, yep. here's my opportunity, historically I would lash out this way, here's my opportunity to go, okay, I want to do what Joe just suggested, which is like, is, is my reaction going to be fear, or am I going to, what, uh, what Susan suggested, am I going to listen to it and hear it? So, because it's so hard to live in it. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's hard to. It's live in it's it. human, and it's um, and sometimes the loving choice is to breathe and say nothing. Oh my God! It's what you said about and Mick said this as well. There's this phrase, and it's a beautiful phrase. And the phrase is this: I I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's my strength now is to declare where I feel weak. 
That's my only mm-hmm. strength right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and yet uh, to declare where you're weak, but not to declare that I'm a victim. No, I'm not a victim. Like but what I'm saying is, very often if you say I'm weak, I can't do anything. Oh no, weak does not mean weak. Just means lack of knowledge. For I understand me. that. Mm-hmm. It and doesn't mean that. Yeah, like, but again, it's that clarification attacked. that we right. need in order to define Absolutely. what that is. And so when I say I feel weak, I'm saying. I am in process of strengthening. But people who feel that they haven't been heard get angry and they don't, and they have a right to their feelings. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have a bunch of women still saying to me, you don't tell me how I get, or that you even approve of my feelings that I get to have them. Fuck you, Susan Messing. I've seen some amazeballs shit on one side and I'm going, yeah, you're right. Like what the, what the fuck I'm saying how do you choose to use those feelings? How are you imparting? How does who choose? To how use? do you ch- use choose to use your anger? My question is, because I am concerned about your emotional safety via your anger, because that will, whoever you are addressing right now that has caused you pain in the past, whether it be institutional or an individual, what that's what's going to create cortisol weight on you. What, what I'm what I'm saying is, how will this change? you in the way that you can move on in the future how are you healing are you going to therapy for this or are you finding a safe outlet to vent this but then what comes next because there is a next because the more we stay in one place the more we will continue to be stuck and say yes we hear this now what yes we hear yes yes we hear this now what do you know what i'm saying so almost like something you learned two years ago then has to take two months, then has to take two year, mm-hmm. weeks, then has to take two hours, mm-hmm. and then has two days, two hours, two minutes. Yes. Like, you, when you know better, you do better, right? Is that the Oprah phrase? But, <laughs> you know, but... Yeah. Oprah. Oprah. But, but what I'm saying is, there are people who like to live in anger because it makes them feel alive. Because their anger is justified, because their anger is this and that. And then they will tell other people how to live. And I'm saying, that might be effective and it might not be. So why don't you figure out a way that you can impart this knowledge that actually something changes? Because is this not the goal? What's not the goal? Your anger. To reach your anger is not the goal? Is, not, is it not your goal uh, for change? Oh, is it not your goal? As opposed to tell people, you are right and you are wrong and this is it and you don't get it own my emotions and da da da. I get it. I get it. So what I'm going to do during this moment is actually retreat from the anger and people's anger from where they are right now and be there to support them as they go through their next steps. I'm also going to say this. You're entitled to whatever response you're going to be. I cannot change what it is that you're going to be feeling. All that I can do is feel, all that I can do is hear you and acknowledge that I hear you. So if you're saying to me, fuck you, Dave Zowski, you don't understand, I get to say to you, okay. Yes. That's it. And yes. okay, and it's okay, period. It's not okay, you'll see. It's okay. Nope. No, it's not okay, you're wrong. I'm, just, like, I'm inviting, okay. a, I'm inviting mm-hmm. a perspective, that's but it. I'm not, but I, but people will always do what they want because that and is they're in, the one thing they get to own is themselves. Right. I get it. Yep. And it's, and, and yeah, even if they can't own themselves, some people just have to exist because that's how they're existing right now. Right now. And it's not a choice and it's not a strategy and it's not a, uh, what am I doing with this? This it's is, not a machination. This is what I'm with right now. Right. This is in me right now. Right now. And to know that this is in me right now, there's also that next thing that says, this is in me right now, and it's going to go. 
as mm-hmm. all the other emotions have gone mm-hmm. in this moment. So your question, your your statement about what's next, what's adjacent, how are you going to make this so that you are able to live your life yes. and free yourself, yes. acknowledge your shattering. So again, the question to all the young men out there is, to, is this, let your ego go, Turk, young Turk, fucking let it go in that moment. Hear what it is that she is saying to you. She feels hurt. Hear it. Be in it. Acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Accept it. Let's stop there. Yeah. Well, this could go on forever. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Our improv community is going through some changes, necessary changes and growth. Growth that uh, has been necessary for a long time. And uh, I thank Joe Bill and Susan Messing to for just the time that we gave ourselves to talk about it. It's, it's, uh, I, I'm at a loss for words because it's such an intense experience. No one wants to hurt anyone. We're all growing. We're all doing the best that we can every single moment. We're imperfect, which makes us perfect. We're perfect humans. If we were robots, we'd be broken, but we're not. We're here to change, and that's the, the essence of all improvisation. Thank you, Joe, and thank you, Susan. I thank... Laura Parker, my co-producer. I thank my dear friend, musician extraordinaire Al Rose for our theme song, I Feel Like a Million Dollars, from Al's album, Sad Go Lucky. And we thank you, our listeners. Thanks, and we'll hear you in our ears.